Hey, hello, and welcome to another episode of the PlayStation Report. I am Frank, and joining me is Tyler. Tyler, how are you doing on this windy Sunday? I'm doing okay. How about you? Ah, just fine. I'm not looking forward to walking out into the wind later when I have to go to work, but, uh, yeah. Thankfully, I can spend most of the day inside. Yeah. Although the weather has been nicer this, this past week. I have spent some time soaking in the rays, uh, considering I cannot, I, I can't have ray tracing in my house thanks to, uh, fucking crypto miners, fuck you all, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I like when the weather gets warmer. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's been very nice the past week in terms of weather. Mm. Yeah. And uh, what I like about that is when the weather gets nice, you know, racing's right around the corner, too. Oh, yeah. Fucking, I, I've, been, I've been looking, I've been peeking at uh, F1 preseason testing. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Um, it's just got me yeah. excited. I, I can't wait. And I've been watching a lot of uh, Drive to Survive. Mm. I finished the first season, which was really cool. And then I'm now on the second one for the 2019 season, so... Looking yeah. forward to watching the rest of that. New season comes out on Friday. So. Mm. Yeah. That's that that will be my annual uh resub to Netflix. Uh <laughs> because I don't really watch much else that's on there. Like I sub for for Drive to Survive and then I binge whatever else I missed. And mm-hmm. that, that that's my one month of Netflix. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I definitely do that for other streaming services. Mm-hmm. It's just too much to have them all. I mean, you're basically paying a cable subscription. Yeah. Or, you know, every month if you have a bunch of them. So, yeah. Kind of got to pick and choose. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, video games. I mean, I, I, I mean, I've been working a lot. That, that, that's the thing that's happened to me this week. I've been at work more than I've been at home. And, uh, kind of sucks yeah yeah it sucks um, when that happens um but yeah uh hmm what, what what have you been up to man um done a couple things i'm trying to remember all that i ended up doing i guess the big thing is i just i played more hitman this week yeah yeah so unfortunately i did not get around to playing yacht because i wanted to do that one night this week but that didn't happen so i'm probably gonna do that tomorrow but uh yeah i played more hitman i did uh marrakesh and um bangkok okay uh, out of the first first game and those levels were a lot of fun Uh, i really really enjoyed myself i think it was is is it marrakesh the one where kind of the military sort of occupying that city yeah and i ended up being like disguising myself as some prisoner that they're keeping uh, oh yeah there mm-hmm. and, and went through that whole uh storyline which was a lot of fun i really i think that, that is like one of the goofiest things ever because you look at the prisoner you're replacing and yeah. you <laughs> and like there i mean there's a bag over the head but like the skin tone difference i know <laughs> no, I know it's it's really bad. 
and it's just no, it's make. good. It is, it, it yeah. is good. It's it's been good at the same time. I, I love it. So mm. yeah, that that was that was a good time. That that whole level. Um, yeah. And then Bangkok was a lot of fun too. I ended up killing one of the guys in some laundry room. Okay. Um, and that was neat. But then the other guy, I guess the more like a musician guy that you got to take out. Yeah. I so I ended up going through this whole thing with a birthday cake, and oh. <laughs> but I went up to where I was supposed to be, like disguised as the chef, and did the whole birthday birthday cake stuff. But the dude never came down to it. So mm. I kind of had to pivot. So I ended up uh, killing an exterminator, and then literally gassing the entire like greenhouse area in the middle of the map, and. Uh, that basically knocked everybody out in there. It was insane, and then I just went up to that dude, snapped his neck, and walked out. It was yeah. it was wild. Um, you know, that, that game's just so cool. Just so many possibilities that you can do, and even just right now, just kind of playing through the levels. You know, uh, just doing a lot of the different story paths, but the, even those are really exciting to follow. And um, I'm enjoying myself. So I think I just got Colorado and uh, I forget the last level. I think it's in Japan. Yeah, Hokkaido. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I got, got those two left and I'll be done with the first hit, man. Yeah. I, I will say Colorado can be a son of a bitch. Yeah, I, kinda, I was going to start it that night when I was playing and... I'm like, yeah, these levels are taking me 30, 45 minutes to burn through and or whatever. And then you start it up and you have four targets to take out. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'll come back to this one. I feel like uh-huh. it might take a little while. Yeah. So. Yeah, Hitman's great. I love it. I, I can't wait to play more more of it. The more I play it, the more I fall in love with, with it and how goofy it is and fact that all these games are inside of Hitman 3, basically, and it's all one progression system and everything, it's just, it's so cool. Yeah. You know, uh, what IO did with this game. Yeah, I, I'm i excited to see you uh, get get to some of those later. The, the, the Hitman 2 levels I like a lot. I, I mean, yeah. You, you've got a lot of Hitman to play. <laughs> I do. I definitely do. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think that's honestly it. I, I ended up playing a lot of Super Mario 3D World this week, too. All right. And I'm almost done with that game. I beat it back on Wii U, but just playing through it on Switch with a much better controller has been a lot of fun. And um, I think I have one world left, in, or like I'm on the final world. And there, there's a bunch of post-game stuff that I might dip my toes into. But this that game's such a delight to play. So... I'm going to finish that and then probably start uh, Bowser's Fury at some point. I want to play that new new Mario stuff they put out. So, yeah, yeah that's pretty much it. Like I said, I want, to, I want to get back to Yakuza, but it just did not happen this week. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, there's always next week. You, you, you have plenty of time to play Yakuza. I, I do. I, I, I think. It's going to be a little while. I mean, they just did y- Yakuza Seven last year. I think think you got time. I do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, if that's all you've played, um, I have played t- 
two video games, and Tyler, neither of them are Football Manager. Oh wow, man! Yeah, it's I know. I said weeks. I'd get back into it. Wow. Um, <laughs> but Final Fantasy fourteen is a thing that I continue mm. to play. I beat all the uh, raids that are available, except the S tier raids that are very difficult, and I need to look up videos how to do them. <laughs> um, and I've done the uh, latest trial. I've beaten the Emerald Weapon. Um, you you have no connection to any of like the ruby, sapphire, emerald, and diamond weapons from uh, Final Fantasy VII, but uh, those are things that existed, and I, I guess will eventually exist in the remake. But yeah, uh, probably they're they're kind of like end game bosses for for Final Fantasy VII, but they've. They've done a version of them for Final Fantasy XIV, which are just big boss fights with really cool mechanics. And, uh, yeah, I, I've done the latest one of them. Um, that That's cool. And now, I, now I'm just existing in Final Fantasy XIV. I'm just hanging out and uh, just watching other people do their thing. It's, it's kind of relaxing. Final Fantasy XIV has this thing called the Idle Cam. Uh, so, like, you can basically go to one of these city hub areas and just press a button, and then this camera will just switch around to all these, all the, like, the different characters and NPCs that are currently in the area. Like, it'll, it's just a camera. It's kind of like a screensaver mm-hmm. <laughs> for those people who remember that. Uh, damn. <laughs> we're old. Yeah, we are. Well, not, not, re- not yet, <laughs> but, like, we're getting there. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't think, I don't think too many... Gen Z, Gen Z folk uh, know what screensavers are. <laughs> probably not. Especially the younger ones. Yeah, they probably um, never will either. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like that, so I, I get to see all these people in their cool outfits and all their cute little minions and yeah. It's, it's a fun time. It's a good place to exist and I like to attend the various concerts that happen around uh, with all the bards doing their performance abilities. Sweet. Um, yeah, that's, that's that's neat. Yeah. It's uh, cool that you can just kind of soak in that world a lot more in that sort of way. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and the other game I played, you probably heard of it. It's a, it is a PC game, but it's called Loop Hero. Uh, yeah, I've been hearing a lot about this game this past week. Uh, <laughs> so, Loop Hero... Um, kind of a card-based game, you don't actually control your character. What you control is the placement of cards, which you build a deck of cards that can be earned throughout uh, throughout your run. Mm-hmm. And you choose where you place those cards, and you choose the equipment that you put on your character that you earn throughout the run as well. And that's pretty much it. So you're going around this path, this loop. It, it circles around. I mean, it's not a circle. It's a procedurally generated loop. Um, and, yeah, you're placing cards. You're fighting monsters. You're equipping stuff. And, uh, yeah, that, that's it at its most basic. But uh, the other thing is that um, it's kind of uh, like... There are a lot of interactions between the cards and how you place them. So you are choosing where you place the cards, and like if you choose to do certain things, like making a three by three square of mountains and rocks, you'll get like a a giant mountain. 
Mm -hmm. uh, and there are other interactions like that. Like if you place a vampire mansion outside of a town, it'll the town will be overrun with with vampires uh, for for a couple of loops, and then it turns into a better version of that town where like. Hey, uh, it, this place is more productive because everyone is a vampire. <laughs> um, but like they're they're civilized vampires at that point. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I, I I've been having a lot of fun with it because it's something that I can just have on and interact very minimally with. Um, but yeah, it's uh. It, it's just a nice thing to have when you when you want to turn your brain off because you've been working a lot <laughs> and yeah. you want to just co come home and play something that doesn't require all that much work. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's it is a very good game, and I got it for like twelve dollars. It is not a very expensive game, and I've already played like about ten hours of it. Wow! It seems really interesting. It's kind of taken yeah. the uh, world by storm, the gaming world, this past yeah, year. Yeah, and it's it's something that I could very easily see working on a console. There's not, like, of course it'll be easier to play on a PC because you just click, drag, and drop. But, like, yeah. I mean, Destiny has, has done the thing that uh, all that has pretty much made every PC game available on console, which is uh, your... Con your UI control is basically a cursor you control with the analog sticks, and mm -hmm. that that could just work here. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a uh, it's a fun game. I I highly recommend it. It's it's not even that resource intensive. Like it'll play on pretty much anything. Um, but yeah, that's really? video games for me. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not. Not too much news going on either. I, I will say before we get into the news, uh, I got me some speakers for my PC, yeah. and they work. Yeah. So the issue it was, was the, the previous speakers. Okay. For sure. I guess they just stopped working. I guess maybe something happened with the wire or something. I don't know. Your but cat's fucked it up. <laughs> I, maybe. I have no clue. So, But it didn't look chewed or anything like that, so I, I have no clue what happened. But, Maybe it just got twisted weirdly. Yeah. But got me some new speakers. They work. So I'm now going to be able to hear all this lovely music of Divinity a hell of a lot better. Yep. Uh, yeah. As we play more of that. So I'm, I'm excited. Good, good, good. good. I did a... find out. Uh, Go ahead. Oh, I did no. find out why I charged up my my 3DS. Yeah. Why would uh, I do that? It's because I got confused about Bravely Default 2, because I forgot there was Bravely Default, and then mm. the second game was second layer, not 2. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> I thought Bravely Default 2, I was like, they already made that, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> but no, no, that's a brand new game, and uh, I might actually not play the other Bravely Defaults and just play the new one. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, that did come out recently on Switch. Yeah, but that was... Thinking about the Switch, I... I thought of other things. Um, hey, they should make another Pokemon pinball. Oh my god, that'd be amazing, dude. <laughs> I loved Pokemon pinball. They have not made one since 2003, but they should yeah. do it. The um, Ruby Sapphire one? Yeah. I guess they made around then? Yeah, I, I fucking loved that game back in the mm -hmm. day. 
Yeah, I'm, and they should uh, make an official vertical configuration for that game specifically. Yeah, definitely for for handheld. Yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. I I just I simply don't understand why not. Like Pokemon is very popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, and po- I feel like Pokemon Pinball was a really good game too. Like it. Yeah. It was. And, and, you know, they do so many other fucking spinoffs. Why not bring yeah. Pokemon Pinball back? Yeah. I would... Uh, yeah. I'm in for it. Um, yeah, I guess we should get into the news, unless you have anything else. Nope. I don't have too much else. All right. Well, the news is more about... Well, to start off, is more about what you won't see on your PlayStation, which is a little bit of a bummer, I guess. Not very clear, but the messaging from the Bethesda uh, acquisition from Microsoft, uh, which was just made official this week, a couple of, I guess, courts had to approve it or whatever. Some regulating officials had to make sure that this deal was good. Um, But yeah, it's official. Bethesda now belongs to Microsoft. And they have said that some Bethesda games will be Xbox slash PC exclusives. Um, and have not really made clear what those games are. Um, but yeah, it's, this is the thing that you kind of knew would happen, I guess. I mean, it's the thing that makes sense if you're buying Bethesda. Yeah. You want to make some of those games exclusive because why why else would you do that? Right. And... Yeah, basically, they. What I'm a little frustrated by, I guess there's still maybe some legal things, maybe, that. on reason why, but they're still not really coming out and fully saying, like. You know, (laughs) like, you know, games moving forward are are exclusive. You know, it is what it is. We, We bought Bethesda, this is what's happening. Um, they're still kind of leaving some room there, some wiggle room. Um, but to me, I think it's a lot more clear that these games are going to be exclusive to Xbox uh, moving forward because of Phil. He used the phrase, um, well, I'll just read this quote here, uh, If you, where he said, If you're an Xbox customer, the thing I want you to know is that this is about delivering great exclusive games for you uh, for you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. Mm. Which I think kind of sums everything up a little bit there, you know. Oh, game- so what you're saying is that I don't need an Xbox that my PC is just fine and that all these games will also be on PC. Yes, I want I would imagine they will all be on Xbox and PC because you know Microsoft uh, is really you know, pushing both sides. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would imagine that you would not need an Xbox. Um, so, but that that kind of says it there to me that, you know, Starfield, for example, will probably won't be on, uh, on PlayStation. Yeah. Which is going to be weird, but 
you know, Microsoft bought Bethesda for a reason. They want to drive you to their platform and specifically to Game Pass. That's where they want everybody to go. They want they want you to get in that ecosystem that way, whether it's your phone, an Xbox, a PC, it doesn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, they said that they're going to honor contractual obligations um, and things that have a legacy on different platforms, which... You know, who knows really what that means, too, because are they talking about, like, um, say, Fallout 76 or ESO? You know, those are on PlayStation. You know, I imagine they're going to continue to support those games on PlayStation. Yeah, Um, I mean, especially considering that uh, those are already cash avenues that people have dumped money into. Like, it would be a really bad feeling thing to shut those down. Right. Yeah. So that's that's what I imagine that they're saying with with legacy is like basically anything we've shipped on these consoles, we're going to keep supporting them. Mm-hmm. Um, but moving forward, like, sorry about your luck. Like, <laughs> the next Wolfenstein is exclusive. The next Doom's exclusive. Elder Scrolls Six is exclusive. And you know, Microsoft and Bethesda have had, I think, more of a relationship than say Sony and Bethesda over the past you know, two console generations now. I mean, when you compare, like, especially, uh, especially, like, the Xbox 360 era, like, when you compare how those games ran on the Xbox versus the PS3, like, you can, you can see clearly where the priority was. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then, um, Microsoft had exclusive, like, DLC for Fallout 3, or or an exclusive window, and and some other things, Mm so, they've had more of a, relationship i think even though sony has paid for two upcoming bethesda exclusives <laughs> yeah which is just weird but yeah um, so i think moving forward fans of playstation probably should not anticipate that we're going to get really any new bethesda games there i mean maybe there there's some things that'll still trickle out based off of contractual sort of things that we don't know yet, maybe. But, yeah, I just... I would I would work under the assumption that you will not get these games moving forward. Yeah, yeah and, uh, I mean, that's, that's a bummer, but that's also business. Yeah, it is. And, you know, Sony isn't releasing any of its first-party... Uh, exclusives onto uh, other platforms. I don't think they're they're releasing well, they are doing some PC stuff, but that's not yeah. That that's kind of like the same situation here um where like yeah, if you have a PC, you can play these games too. Yeah. Um but yeah, you're you're you this this is a thing that any either company would do if they had Bethesda. Yeah. Definitely, and, and I mean, you know that if Sony bought Bethesda, the, the the conversation around, well, will they put their games on Xbox wouldn't even exist. That's not even going to be a thing. But because I guess my, how Microsoft has kind of been operating and being a little bit more open over the past number of years, you know, I guess the thought was there that they might put their games on PlayStation. There's money to be made, but. At the end of the day, when you really think about it, they spent $7.5 billion because they want to drive people 
to their 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 system, their ecosystem. You know, yeah. Is there a lot of money they could make by putting Starfield on PlayStation? Yeah, so six or Elder Scrolls Six on PlayStation, absolutely. But you know, there's also money to be made of having that exclusive. You know, too like uh, e- even when you think about it, like TV shows, like you know, Netflix is making all this shit because they want you to come to their service. You know, and pay for that. They're not gonna <laughs> gonna put shit on other people's services. They're never gonna do that, and it's. I think it's the same deal here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, there there will be a response. I feel like Sony is going to have something. Yeah, I, I I'm not sure if there will be an immediate response though, because even right now, what does Xbox truly have uh, in terms of driving? players to their platform. I'm talking like new games, new exclusive games. Halo Infinite's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so many of the other titles they have announced, like Perfect Dark, um, Fable, you know, Hellblade 2 is another really big one. Like, they're mm-hmm. ways away still. And, you know, who knows what Bethesda as a publisher, in Zenimax, I guess, uh, really has outside of what's been announced that's close. I mean, there's rumors that Starfield's aiming for a 2021 release, which I think would be fucking nuts. Um, Dude, I would... My my brain would explode. <laughs> yeah, my, mine would too, but I would also be a little hesitant. Like, about, how have you done that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I would be very hesitant of like, eh, I don't, I don't know about this, just because of how Bucky Bethesda's games have been and, you know, throwing a pandemic in there and mm-hmm. all sorts of shit, but... So there's rumors about that, so, but like, give it two, three years, where Xbox could theoretically have a major first-party title coming out every couple of months. Yeah. Then I think then Sony would really need a response to it, but Sony over PS4 generations really built their first party to be, you know, the you know kind of show-stopping games almost for the industry. Like, everybody checks these games out. Kind of like major Nintendo releases, and Xbox could be doing the same thing, but the problem, I think, for Sony's end in terms of competition is Xbox, they could have double that. I mean, they have nearly double the studios that, that Sony has now. So I think the, the response, I think, will, will be a little bit drawn out, in my opinion. Mm. All right. Well, I I have I am in a position where I have a PC. Um mm-hmm. so personally, I I'm not I'm not too bothered, but I can I can understand why people who only have one platform to play video games on and that platform is a PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. All Definitely. right. Well, I mean we still have Square Enix, right? We still, yeah. we still, we do. We still have a lot of the. Although a lot of those games are coming out in Game Pass, I hope that's not a thing that happens in the future. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah. Game Pass is just—it's just an unbelievable value. Yeah, like it's—it's it's said to the point of annoyance, I think, in mm-hmm. this industry, but it—it it really is. 
Yeah, it, it is literally the best value in gaming. Absolutely. And to me, it's like no matter how you get it, I just think it's it's an amazing thing. And I really, I really do think Sony's going to need something like that. Mm-hmm. So far, they haven't. But, you know, now that Microsoft's going to get a lot more things going into it, like... Holy shit! And even just the the Bethesda games that got added to Game Pass this week. Oh yeah, I mean Doom Eternal, Fallout seventy six, both Dishonored games, all three Wolfenstein games, Rage all two, the Doom games, correct? <laughs> all the Doom games, Skyrim, Morrowind, Oblivion, um, Fallout four, The Evil Within, Prey. Like holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> That's worth it alone. It's just nuts. Completely nuts. No, I, so. I've been, mm, I've been looking for uh, for Fallout New Vegas to pop up on on that Game Pass. But, uh, yeah, they added it to the console Game yeah. Pass, but not PC. Yeah, I hear the PC version of that game might uh, I might be weird to run on mm. current current hardware. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I, I mentioned Square Enix. Square Enix is, has announced a showcase. That uh, that uh, it's going to be. Wait, what? Do they have a date here? It just yeah, says March spring eighteenth. All right, March eighteenth. That's soon. Mm-hmm. That's this week. Uh, they're going to have a new Life is Strange game. Yep. Uh, they're also going to talk about Outriders. Uh, your favorite game, Marvel's Avengers. Uh, gonna talk about Tomb Raider. Uh, new Square Enix Montreal games. Uh, Just Cause mobile game and that Balan Wonderland nightmare. Yeah. Whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that game's uh, not, not very good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, mm. yay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have too much excitement about this. I mean, we're going to see a thousand of these things this year. Yeah. Um, and... I you know it, it. They just have to, I guess, make them worth it. But it, it, that's kind of a subjective thing. Like a lot of what they're talking about here doesn't get me very excited. Like uh, I, I need, I still have to play Life is Strange too. Uh, but life, a new Life is Strange, sure, why not? Um, yeah. But then, literally, the rest of it doesn't get me too excited. Tomb Raider could get me excited, depending on what they're doing but i don't think they're going to announce a new tomb raider game it's been leaked or whatever that they're putting the original trilogy from the playstation on ps4 okay Mm. cool i don't really care about playing those games in 2021 so unless they have something else yeah yeah i I don't know like and then people getting uh, excited about oh I can't wait to see f- some Final Fantasy and stuff like that I, I just think uh, you should probably temper your expectations because to me yeah they, but Final Fantasy 16 is coming out this year <laughs> dude <laughs> that's another one I can't get behind either uh, no oh. way no fucking way but mm-hmm. uh, to me that like I don't know they just kind of told us what to expect would it be awesome to see final fantasy 16 or or a new game announcement or something like that absolutely yeah. but i don't know uh, i mean uh, we'll we'll see this week what what they have we'll see all the surprises yeah 
It turns out Balan Wonderland is a Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Wonder World. It's Wonder. I said Wonderland twice, didn't I? It's Wonder World. Yeah. Fuck. Um. God, have you seen that game? I have. What seen it looks some like? It. Yeah, it's it's really it's upsetting. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's totally upsetting. All right. <laughs> A little bit upsetting as well is Destiny 2 Forsaken potentially being vaulted. It, I mean, they said eventually being vaulted. The, they're, they're, they're getting rid of some Forsaken content. Yeah, that's just kind of a bummer because Forsaken is, is excellent. Yeah. Really First is. they came, from, like they vaulted like a lot of like stuff that I guess... Early on, when I saw they were vaulting some stuff, I was like, okay, well, this is stuff that isn't their greatest stuff. But, like, Forsaken, I felt, was pretty good. I guess it's really not a matter of, like, keeping the good stuff. It's a matter of just keeping the size of the game down. (laughs) Right. Keeping the size of the game down and, and just, yeah, getting rid of stuff that just isn't played anymore. Something their former, like, overlords never managed to do is keep the size of their games down. Activision continuing yeah. <laughs> to blow the fuck out of their games. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? <laughs> Just go off on a tangent really quick on that. This kind of drives me fucking nuts. Uh, I was looking on how to uninstall the campaign for Modern Warfare on PlayStation, yeah? and you can't. You, what? Like, so... What I found is on Xbox, it's very easy to uninstall the campaign. Basically, the campaign is is broken down into like two of these packs or whatever. Uh huh. And you can uninstall the campaign and keep all the multiplayer stuff. But on PlayStation, for some reason, uh, the campaign is tied in with one of the data packs that is also needed for multiplayer. What the fuck? So I can't get rid of the fucking campaign. I'm like, you're kidding me. This sucks. <laughs> That sounds so, like some horse shit. Yeah, it's it's complete shit. I, I don't know why they why it's different between the two platforms. Um, but anyways, yeah, I, I agree. It's yeah. yeah. I mean, it's nice to have <laughs> have the size of your game not be out of control, but at the same time, like you know, seems it seems a little soon for for Forsaken, I guess. But I, yeah. I would also be curious to know those those numbers. You know, how much is Forsaken being played now? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I still have yet to jump back into Destiny since the new season started. Yeah, so. me too. Me too. I've heard it's very excellent, though. Yeah. Uh, not excellent about Destiny 2. Uh, the, the Trials of Osiris, they... they, they I mean... I heard they canceled it again. Like, you say that you put the story in about how it returns tomorrow... But I I saw this weekend it was it was canceled again, mm. like I, at least that that that's the tweet I saw I saw that they they canceled it again, or actually no the thing I saw is that this win trading thing is still happening, yeah. uh, and that uh, there's a statistic going around that thirty percent of the people who get a flawless trials card have not had a kill in trials. Hey huh. hey, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, like, I feel like the whole culture around trials and trying to get that perfect win uh, card is uh, 
it, it can get a little bit toxic too. Yeah. It just brings out the worst of some people. Absolutely. I mean, it, it can, in theory, it seems like something that would be really cool to have just yeah. as ultra competitive mode, but yeah, definitely, definitely creates a lot of toxicity and, and frustration mm-hmm. for sure. But yeah, I, I, I don't know what's happening with trials, but this article on Game Force said it's coming back tomorrow. Or I guess tomorrow being it was um, this weekend, the twelfth. Yeah, yes, this, this weekend. So if it got canceled this weekend, maybe it'll be back next weekend. Guess they maybe fix what's going on. I don't know. Uh, I heard that they cannot fix what's going on because it would mean changes to matchmaking across mm. the uh, across the board. Gotcha. Uh, changes that would not work for other game modes because this is i think this is about like joining back in a game you got disconnected from and if you can't do that uh a lot of raids won't happen yeah um yeah yeah that's destiny 2 is a like there are definitely highs and lows to different aspects of that game yeah i feel like Definitely the low point of Destiny 2 right now is its PvP yeah. with with the um the, a lot just a lot of the bouncing, especially with the new stasis subclasses and everything. Oh yeah. It's it's a little fucked to get in there and play PvP. Like you know, when I was playing it a couple months ago, not long after Beyond Light came out, I mean it was just frustrating. You just can't do anything, get it. Uh, if you're if you're not a high level, don't have good shit, haven't been playing for a while, it's a little bit of a bummer. Because I felt like the PvP for a long time in Destiny Two used to be really fucking good. Like I love playing PvP. It's kind of fallen by the wayside a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I I keep saying I will uh, go back and and play some more, but um, yeah. I'm tr- I'm just struggling to find when I'm going to have the time to do that. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, man, we're not that far away from games starting to come out again, are we? Nope. Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of games coming out, we have DLC coming out. Uh, the Outer Worlds has another DLC coming out. Um, and it's a murder mystery. Uh, this It's called Murder on... Eridanos, and uh, yeah, I. What is this game now? They they added a murder mystery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that that's cool. I still have I've played none of the Outer Worlds DLC. I'm waiting until all of it is out. Um, and then I'll, then I'll get back. I'll I'll start another Outer Worlds game. Because yeah. I think that game just ends, right? If I remember right, that game just ends, and you can't play beyond the credits. I think it I maybe makes so. a save before, like, the last sequence. Yes. But, yeah, it is very much a game that ends. It does. Yeah. Um, so, this is a final DLC, though, which is nice. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it seems neat, and I like the Outer Worlds a lot. I like what they set up there. and I'm sure this this is kind of a neat thing. Plus, with kind of the the choices you get to make in in the Outer Worlds and how it seemed to impact some uh, 
other things, other characters and everything like that, I think a murder mystery could be a very neat thing yeah. in this game. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious how much longer they keep making DLC, because you got to imagine Obsidian is working on that other RPG set in the Pillars of Eternity universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I'm very excited for. Yeah. Uh, although that's going to be an Xbox game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> probably. <laughs> it is. It is, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, this is probably the last Obsidian game on, on PlayStation. This might be the last Obsidian-based content you get on PlayStation. Yeah. Who knows? Ah, uh, all right. Um, man, this, the, the, this next thing is something that a lot of people have been calling for. Uh, Naughty Dog, developers of The Last of Us, The Last of Part 2 most recently, uh, they're hiring for a multiplayer game, quote, built for longevity. Mm. Uh, all right. <laughs> is this going to be is this going to be a factions is this going to be a battle royale what 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 do they mean a last of us 2 battle royale that is factions mm. you know there's a mm. battle royale mode inside of it why not let's go that'd be fucking sweet actually you know the thing they should do is that yes there's this battle royale but as you're doing the battle royale you're also building out your settlement yeah. Yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah. That'd be totally dope. Um, and there's a PvE element as well, kind of like Fortnite had a PvE element. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and then they got rid of it. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool. If, like, the infected <laughs> worked their way in. Yeah. But, yeah, why not? Yeah, there's there's so many fucking amazing possibilities for a Last of Us 2 multiplayer. And that, I mean, that first one was so good. I, I love playing it. So, whatever mm-hmm. they do with this, I'm, I'm down. Um, a lot of this, so this is kind of came from a, a hiring position that they're looking for. They're looking for an economy designer, yeah, ba- <laughs> to like okay. tune tune in game economy, player progression systems, uh, have great rewards to strive for is another thing. Have longevity. Expression. How do we get people to buy the battle pass? Yep, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what they do because I think them uh, making the multiplayer component of Last of Us like a completely separate thing, I feel like it's probably going to be pretty smart Um, because it it allows them to uh, put more time into it, make it bigger and, and hopefully better, you know, rather than needing to ship something with the, the game last year. And then maybe maybe this is something I doubt it that could be like a free to play thing that gets people in. I don't know. Maybe it'll be free for Last of Us Two owners too. Who knows? Mm, yeah. Imagine we gotta hear about this one sometime soon. Yeah. Soonish. Maybe this summer. Yeah. I I expect it. All yeah. right. Um all right. Uh, before we get into the numbers here, you you added one in at the end here that I, I have to bring forward. Um, there's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game coming out. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I don't know why you put this in here. I personally don't give a fuck about the Turtles. No, I really don't either. I'm just throwing it out there because it was kind of a bigger... 
announcement this week, and it has a lot of a lot of people excited about it from a nostalgic perspective. Plus, I think the developer is kind of interesting. So it's made by Tribute Games, who made Mercenary Kings um, and Panzer Paladin. I remember Mercenary Kings. I don't know if I played it too much, but it was a PlayStation Plus game in the early PS4 game, early PS4 days. Um, and it's also being published by Dotemu, um, or it's being developed by them as well. So, okay, so never mind, sorry. It's being kind of co-developed by uh, Dotemu and Tribute Games. Dotemu did Streets of Rage 4 yeah. and the okay. Gamers games. So I mean, I you see can, that look. Yeah, definitely with the look and art style, it's more of just a side-scrolling beat-em-up in, in the vein of Streets of Rage, which I think with Ninja Turtles would probably work out pretty well. Four-player co-op and everything. So, yeah, I could see this being, you know, potentially fun. I probably won't play it because I, mm. I don't have any um, nostalgia for the Turtles at all. But... You know, there's a lot of people excited for it. Yeah. There's been a lot of bad uh, TMNT games, and this one looks oh, like yes. it, it might not be a bad one, I guess. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of a lot of people, not us, apparently, but like a lot of people who play this purely on the license, so. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And Streets of Rage 4 was, was a lot of fun. I really liked that game, which that's another game that's on Game Pass. Um, yeah. And so, could be a good pairing here. Yeah. All right. Uh, like I said earlier, we do have numbers. Uh, NPD numbers, best-selling games in America. We got the charts here. Uh, I'm trying to read through which chart we want to read. <laughs> uh, top-selling games of February. Ooh, there 20. we go. Uh, there's yep. the top twenty. All right. Uh, I'll get us started here at number 20, Immortals Phoenix Rising, 19, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, 18, Minecraft PS4 Edition, 17, Just Dance 2021, 16, Ring Fit Adventure, 15, Super Mario 3D All-Stars, 14, Mortal Kombat 11, 13, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, 12, NBA 2K21, and at number 11 is FIFA 21. Number 10 is Modern Warfare. Number 9, Animal Crossing New Horizons. 8, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. 7, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. 6, Little Nightmares 2. 5, Madden NFL 21. 4, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. 3, Persona 5 Strikers. Uh, 2, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. And number 1 is Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Nintendo. There's a lot of them on the li- this oh, yeah. list. A lot of them Nintendo games on this list. It's nearly half the list. And, you know, they don't uh, allow the NPD to have access to their digital numbers either. So mm-hmm. they could be kicking way more ass than it looks like they already are. Oh, um, yeah. I think it's awesome to see Little Nightmares 2 up here at number 6. Being a smaller title and everything, that's that's mm-hmm. really fucking cool to see. It's cool to see Persona 5 up there as well with the yeah. new Strikers game. So, otherwise, pretty pretty standard list. Um, 
But February just keeps on fucking trucking along, dude. Or the video game industry. February 2021 broke all the February records. Uh, 4.6 okay. billion. You gotta think. <laughs> you gotta think about this. This is the last month. Like now, we'll get the lockdown numbers to compare to starting yeah. March. <laughs> right. Exactly. So. Yeah, I mean, we saw the video game industry really start to explode at last March in in April, and everything with the beginning of the pandemic here. So, you know, and, and we saw pretty much every month was a record breaking month, um, and it was a record breaking year last year. Now, yeah, that now kind of what happens between March of last year, March of this coming year, it'll be really interesting to see, um, but. Yeah, four point six billion uh, this February. Three point four billion last February. So definitely, video games are crushing in that department. Um, hardware sales uh, were up thirty nine. Or hardware, hard yeah, hardware sales were up one hundred thirty percent. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Which all right? Yeah, pretty. Pretty fucking wild, and then um, yeah, apparently PS Five is the fastest selling console in U.S. history in terms of dollar sales. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how many of them are sitting in warehouses waiting to be sold for twice as much <laughs> as they're worth. I know. It's unfortunate. Uh. But you know, this console's five hundred dollars. It's selling as well as it can, and. You know, I the sales are probably pretty comparable to PS4s, and then the fact that it's just a hundred dollars more, I think that's where a lot of that's coming from. Mm-hmm. But it still it just puts it into perspective. You know, if it, if this is this console selling really well, what would it be like if the hardware supply wasn't constrained at all? Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it's a question we'll, I but guess also, we'll never know yeah. also like I, I feel like some of the some of that question might some of the answers to that question might change based on like the conditions in which like those sort those resources are not constrained anymore like it's it, it's because of COVID that like the resources are constrained but it's also because of COVID why so many more people who would not normally be buying into these consoles are are going to buy into them? Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, there there's there's a balance there, like between what's really causing all all this and what what the numbers really would look like. Definitely, definitely. I still think so. it would do good, but I I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure it would it would be hard to find as it is now <laughs> if right. shit was normal. Right. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see if any of this stuff tapers off at all this year with you know presumably things hopefully getting back to some sort of normal getting a lot more vac- vaccines out there and everything you know just wonder if um this stuff tapers off at all mm, not that video games won't make any money at all but will it continue <laughs> <laughs> having these record-breaking months you know month after month yeah and like, how many people are going to stick around and keep playing video games after mm-hmm. you know they can go to a bar or whatever? Yeah. Ah, God damn it! I need that vaccine. 
Yeah. Give it me to too. me. Me too. I, I gotta figure figure some shit out with that too. Just kind of. I'm, I'm we gonna were... go chain smoke so I can get higher on the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go for it. Um, uh. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I really hope that what Biden said this past week of you know having the vaccine pretty ready, readily available to everybody. By May first is true. Yeah, I really I hope, hope so. they deliver on that. Yeah, but Which, also like you, I, I'm not going to get too political here. But uh, you also see uh, he promises something or says something and it backs down to the point where like it, it's nowhere near his original promise. Yeah, because, uh, I've 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 seen that too. With I just hope you know. I guess uh, the one thing to me is just there. There is some hope. I guess that that mm-hmm. is that is what we're shooting for, and that's good. You know, I felt like we uh, we didn't have uh, any goal at all <laughs> mm-hmm. last year. So whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is better than what what it was, but I will not qualify it as uh, as good yet. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's got got to be delivered. Yeah, for sure. Uh, some hope is better than no hope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. I saw, I was driving to work and was driving by Park City, like where the yeah, old yeah, time a... was, and they have like a giant thing up there, you know, vaccinate Lancaster or whatever. Yeah. So, hopefully uh, soon we'll be there, I guess. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, and then we could do this podcast in the same room, possibly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, i i don't I don't think there's much else to talk about here. I mean, no. short news week. Not too many games being played. Uh, yeah, we're, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna go do it. Do the thing. Yeah. We're gonna go do the video games. Not it. I don't know what it means, you sickos. Uh, but we're gonna go do the video game thing. Uh, so uh, we'll 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 catch you all next week. Uh, if you need to ask us questions about anything, of course, there are a couple ways you could do that. One way is via email at playstationreportpodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at psreportpodcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged on Vids. And until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and... <laughs>